Hey guys, this is Derek from the Wrestling IQ 101 podcast. I just want to let you know about this great deal that we have with Collar and Elbow. Collar and Elbow is where urban streetwear meets wrestling. Act now and use our discount code WIQ101 to receive extra savings at checkout when you visit CollarAndElbowBrand.com today. Wrestling IQ 101 and Collar and Elbow. It's a match made in wrestling heaven. people welcome back to another episode of rap and wrestle uh we got a very special episode today i'm here with my boy apple hop artist 88 spent a lot of time with this boy seeing him grow see Yo. him come to new heights what's good with you bro how you doing man my brother what's goody what's good what's man good, you know man. always a pleasure to talk to you yeah, of know? course That's i love doing brother. i love i love doing things like this because you know I feel like we get to see each other in a different light, even though we, we talk all the time. But it's like yeah. it's different now. You know what I mean? I'm prying into more of your, your music career and you know, you get to see me in a different way, a more professional way than right, you know, yeah. I usually talk. Yeah, it's the <laughs> professional setting now, so it's different. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, how's so. how's um how's everything been going for you? How's uh everything been since, you know, quarantine and you know, just adjusting we kind of getting back to you know normal routine how's that been for you yeah it's been all right you know uh quarantine was definitely a period of um a period of just the realizing where you know things were for me musically family wise it was definitely a period of uh self-awareness self-care obviously um but definitely a planning period for things that you know, I wanted to do in the future and stuff. So it was definitely, I used the best of the uh, time to plan my future and and make best of like all the things to come. Yeah, no, that's that's what's up. I definitely, uh, you know, can see that, and uh, you definitely see uh, your growth and you, you know, your evolution. And I know, like, you're more calculated with things you do, and uh, I always appreciated that about you because you always, you know, you care about the, uh, you care about your image and your product that you're putting out, you put a lot of thought into that. Um, yeah. I know on uh, YouTube, we got Mandem out, ADH Mandem. That's on, that's on YouTube right Monday. now, the video. Yes, yeah, man. And we had 38, 38K views yeah, on that. Yeah, 38, baby. That's yeah, what man, a lot do. of support from everybody. Everybody checking that out. It's a dope video. If you haven't seen yeah, it, man. YouTube, yeah. ADH Mandem. You got to definitely check that out. It's definitely a, a dope video. Um yeah, video, man. So, just tell me how um how was that because you you shot that in Senegal so so how was that whole yeah. experience just being able to shoot that you know in your your home country? It was amazing. It was amazing. I was going to Senegal uh, in February, and when I booked my ticket and I was like kind of relaunching Mandem, I was like, I think it'd be really really dope if I could shoot this video out here. So. I reached out to uh, one of my really good sisters, uh, Mom Jada, and we spoke about it. We started talking about different ideas, and we just made it happen. Linked up with a dope videographer, 
uh, Mo Shady, who's done a lot of uh, dope uh, Senegalese artist videos and is pretty well known and linked up with him. Made the video happen in the hometown, the city, Dakar. It was amazing, amazing shoot. Um, and it's it's been fire. Like the response for it was crazy the first week was crazy i think i did like ten thousand views in the first week which is awesome for me um yeah. you know i celebrate everyone you know so yeah it, it's been it's been awesome and the video is amazing again check it out adh mondem on youtube by a shot in senegal west africa man it was amazing yeah definitely man um and I see, like you know, you you um you tied in more of like your culture into into your music as you like kind of evolved. Um, yeah. Like how how does that feel just to be able to you know express your culture and you know show people like yo Senegal, this is my country, these are my people. You know, we got artists, we got creativity. Like like how how important yeah. is that to you? I think I think it's super important to to let people know who you are as a person when you're when you are putting yourself out on the platform you want to be as true to yourself and true to your art as possible so like me being of african descent half senegalese half jamaican i always made it a point to truly be who i am in my music whether it's the things that i'm talking about when people the people that know me know that the things i'm talking about are that i talk about aren't far fetched from who i actually am as a person so being able to shoot uh senegal being able to shoot the video in senegal was extremely important to me uh when i was able to do it to just not only showcase who i am but also showcase the beauty of senegal people have this misconception of what africa looks like mm -hmm. and I, I just wanted to show some of the you know the hardcore areas of, of senegal but also show the true beauty and the essence um and naturalness of senegal so it was extremely important yeah, man, no, definitely. Now, now going back, like, you know, what was what was it that inspired you to to do music? Like when you were when you were a kid, like when did you realize, like, hey, like I really enjoy this a lot, and you know, I want to pursue this. I was I was always into music, especially being around my dad, who was a, a international artist. Uh, going to studio sessions, whether it be going to a show with him, I was always around music. I've always been drumming my whole life uh, since I was younger. I was I was drumming African uh, three different orchestras in the African diaspora. My mom was a, a dancer, had her own African dance company. So I've always been involved in music. I think closer uh, to like my college years when everybody, you know, there comes a point when you're either in high school or your freshman year of college, everybody raps. You join yeah. the cypher. You yeah. in the middle of the circle during that break time and you rap and you got your lyrics together. Everybody is a rapper. So I think during my first year of college, I was like really uh, into like rap, uh, rapping myself. I've always been into rap music, um, but started getting into music myself. And from there, I just started getting inspired more by the lyrics I used to listen to from like Jay-Z, Biggie at one point, a lot of Lupe when he was first coming out. I just was inspired and took different cuts of them. And then once I started kind of listening to the rap music, I also just kind of expanded my eardrum and I started taking elements of like jazz music and trying to intertwine it in my raps and like taking like hints of Q-tip 
but essences of uh, like like Jay Z and uh, putting it together and then intertwining the African background, trying to intertwine it slowly into like the music. So all forms of fashion of music have uh, inspired me, but definitely. I would say freshman year of college for sure. Freshman year of college, got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, I know. So, um, yeah. yeah, I know. Um, like, uh, I know it, it's always kind of hard to like, uh, like classify you as a genre because you, you, I always considered you just to be an artist. You know what I mean? Because you can mm-hmm. fall under any of those those genres, and every time I know if somebody asks you like, "Yo, are you are you, are you a rapper?" Like, what what do you consider yourself? Like, you, I know you always like, "Nah, I'm an artist." Like, mm-hmm. make music. Um. Right. Uh, how has it been? I feel like just recently, like, you know, just with everything, kind of like with the, the rise of like Afro beats and then, you know, kind of right now with Afro hip hop, um, that you you found your sound. You know what I mean? How, how does that mm. feel to you that like you're like, hey, like I found this is my market. This is my genre. I found this. This is this is me. Yeah, it actually feels amazing uh, yeah. because it took a long time to come to the realization that yo i need to stop trying to keep up with everybody and everything especially in music you know we always try to keep up with the latest sound and and and, and stay within that same umbrella i i had to once i figured out how to just separate myself i just slowly worked on that craft that i found a sound of taking elements of hip-hop music jazz music afro beats and just intertwining it in this one pot and creating a sound I call Afro Hop. And once I figured that out, it took a while and it takes, it still takes a while to, to generate what I feel like sounds like Afro Hop. So whether it's like the producers, I spent a lot of time with uh, the engineers kind of uh, working on how we create a, a song. It feels amazing to, to be at a point where it's now like everybody that works with me know that knows that there's this particular kind of sound you gotta yeah. pitch to me before we like work so um it feels amazing man and like i'm definitely looking forward to like my next project because my first i would say true uh afro hop ep is actually called afro hop whereas like i stripped down all the songs that i've done uh or i stripped away all the projects that i did and kind of took all the songs that kind of had that Afro hop sound and put it on one EP, um, kind of just reintroducing our whole sound. So like my next EP is going to be so dope. Well, I yeah. hope it's dope. I, I think it's dope. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. It feels great, sure. bro. It feels really good. Yeah. It feels yeah. really good. So, so when you say, when you say Afro hop, like, what do you, what do you want people to, to like kind of vision when they, when they hear that, like, what is the sound or like, you know, like, like what, is, what do you people, want that to mean? I want people to be able to feel a groove on the inside, feel the rhythm, feel a vibe, know that you're getting all the, but also feel the, the content behind it as far as the lyricism, the melodies, the harmonies, and, um, uh, again, like the content, the things that I'm talking about, intertwined with just the vibe in itself, you know, you're not getting as much of that uh, today. Well, if you are, you know, you got to really nitpick it out, but mainstream, you're not really getting that kind of sound. So I just want people to, when they hear my sound, for it to be a a sound that is like, yo, I've never heard this before. And that's my ultimate goal. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I think you uh, I think you're definitely uh, doing a good job at that, and you're definitely uh, definitely creating that vibe for sure. Um, bro. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So, um, you know, when as being an artist, there's a lot of times, even me, like doing, you know, my podcast, doing this one, doing my other one. Sometimes you you get those those moments where you're just like, uh, you get like, like in a, a slump. You get depressed. You're like, dang, should I keep going with this? Should I keep doing this? What what is the thing like? What motivates you to keep going? Like after all these years, sometimes even when you hit those roadblocks. Yeah, because I tell you, the roadblocks is the roadblocks is real. Like yeah. <laughs> they happen all the time, bro. And man, to be honest, I think what keeps me going is I would say family and like the people I work with. I would be more detailed. I would say, like, when I have a convo with my sister or my fiance or my brother, like yourself or my mom, you know, those are moments when I'm feeling like, yo, I don't know if I could keep doing this or I don't even see what the point is of doing this right now. Like, when I speak to them or they hear something, they give me that extra jolt of, like, energy that I need to keep it going and better myself. Because, you know, we always, well, I know I can speak for myself. It's like I'm super, super hard on myself. And when I feel like things haven't gone the way I planned it or the way I envisioned it, I sometimes get, you know, stagnant and complacent complacent in one spot. And um, I just kind of don't know what's next. Well, not now, but before, you know, it happens. So I think having those key people in your lives to just um, – keep you motivated and also realizing that you're your own, you're your biggest enemy. Mm-hmm. Possibly, you know, you could be your own uh, enemy and self-doubt is the worst doubt. So like just not being down on yourself and having those key people in your life is uh, I guess what inspires me. Yeah, no, definitely. You definitely, uh, definitely need that. Um, I know you've been doing this, you know, for a minute now, um, you know, Talk about like when you first started. Like, like, what's that difference from when you first started to where you're at right now? What's that like that biggest mm. difference? I just played it in the studio, man. I played, I played a record that I did in 2009, uh-huh. <laughs> and it, you you hear the difference. I guess is the content I was talking about. I, I would say probably like just the self confidence and the awareness of who I am and what I could possibly bring to the table as an artist. I really just, my earlier years, I was really trying to keep up, whether it be like with the bars, I was super heavy on the bars trying to trick people up. And then Lupe is one of my favorite rappers and Lupe has a way of playing with metaphors where you, it's like a class, like you have to study his bars and be like, oh wow, to really like make people think. And I used to want to be that person to really make people think about what they're um, listening to. Yeah. That and also like the new sound, wanting to be a part of like radio stream, wanting to uh, be an artist that, you know, people could play right after like a, whoever was popular at that moment. So I think once I realized I need to separate myself from like the, the normal sound and just be different and just truly be myself, because you're, there's only one of you, you know what I'm saying? You can only, th- there could be many like fabrications of 
what someone sounds like, but there's truly only one of that person. So I guess just being true to myself and just realizing I need to be myself is something that just uh, kept me going and kept me motivated and helped me evolve into the artist that I am today. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, if you could give one piece of advice from now to when you first started to yourself, what would you give? What, what advice would that be? That's a great question. What advice would I give to me? Uh, I would say timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah, timing is definitely everything. No, definitely. Yeah, that, yeah. that's definitely that's definitely for sure. Uh, yeah. Timing is definitely everything. <laughs> um, yeah. You when you, um, so you just, who who um I know you said Lupe I know Lupe's one of your favorite I know uh, Jay Z's one of your favorites as well so who um who are you listening to like right now besides like yourself who who are you you listening to who you like that's uh, out there making music I'm listening to a lot of Afro beats right now I haven't really listened to as much hip hop I always look out for like when a new Cole uh single drops um. As far as new rappers, I haven't really been listening to much new rap. Um, it's primarily just been Afrobeats, yeah. and um, for the most part, and I've been listening to like all facets of uh, Afrobeats artists. Like I really like uh, there's this dope artist. His name is Kidda Cuds. Um, there's a artist named Rema I like to listen to. Um, Burna Boy, of course. Uh, Wiz, Wiz Kid, um, and old Afro beats music, bro. Like I, I listen to a lot of old Afro beats music. Sometimes I listen to some old, you know, Roy Ayers, like old jazz music, old uh, Brazilian music. Mm-hmm. I listen to old stuff, man. Yeah, no, you let you listen. You you always have a um a very creative um catalog of music that you listen to. I know, I know that's for sure. It's a lot, it's a lot different than the, the, the regular person. Um, right. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about the BT group and, you know, recently you formed that partnership with them. Um, how did that all come, how did that all come about? And um, just tell us about like that, that working relationship you had. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know, I've been, I've, I've been building with that collective for a few years, uh, DJ Tunes, who uh, who is also a part of the BT group, uh, I've been you know networking with him for uh, quite some time. He he brought me on to one of his shows, or one of his uh, events. I opened up one of his events for one of my records, and we've always had like a dope relationship. And uh, my manager T, who is a uh, CEO of BT Group, he uh, he's always showed love, always like supported the sound. And I think it was just timing, man. It's just how, just the way things worked out. You know, they built their brand. They they work with numerous amounts of like popular artists. And um, I was hoping to be a part of that brand at one point, and it just kind of happened. You know, everything is about timing. You know, I, I dropped Mandem, and you know, we were in talks for a while, and we just made it happen. Like it was just perfect timing for everything. Yeah, definitely. Um... And uh, Mandem Remix, it's on the way. Tell us, um, tell us about that yeah. and like who's featured on that, and you know Yo. how you guys put that project together. 
Yes, Mandem Remix is a big vibe, bro. Big vibe. Um, so I have uh, Vector, uh, who is a who is one of the dopest rappers, like rapper, rapper, like mm-hmm. bars, heavy bars. He just, I think he just dropped a record with Davido, not too long ago. He's on there. I have an artist by the name of Psycho YP, up and coming fire, London, uh, UK artist. Um, I believe he's also Nigerian. And I have uh, Yuji on there, Yuji Official um, on there as well, uh, London-based, uh, amazing uh, artist that a lot of people already know. And uh, it just came about, you know, uh, just being connected with a few different people and the song, you know, the song is dope. So when people hear dopeness, it's only a matter of getting it to them and if they're willing to do it or not. And luckily, all of these brothers really uh, vibe to the record, so they all got on it, and the remix sounds crazy. I think we're going to drop it in, uh, uh, like, a week, a week and a half. It's going to be a crazy, crazy rollout for it. And then, yeah. Nice, yeah. Definitely can't wait for that, for sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fire. Fire. Um, Yeah, how's... um... How when the EP when do you, when you plan you got a date for that or like a time frame you plan on? Uh, I think the EP is coming late next month, man. I, I'm not. I, we have a few dates that we have in mind, but it's definitely gonna be late next month. I'll give you an exclusive, my brother. Nice, nice. Well, you probably already know this, but um, the EP is called Always Dream Higher, yeah. and um, it's a a prior collective of, of sounds i got some really amazing features man like i really can't wait bro i'm just like for real i really think off record like you're gonna love this I really yeah no nah, definitely definitely you know i always like your work man i'm pretty sure it's gonna be uh, tough always like yeah, hearing, nah, hearing your sound evolve tough. yeah it's gonna be tough gonna be definitely tough. so you know you know every time um you know people talk to artists they always talk about you know the artists the work they've done um you know a lot of, a lot of people don't give credit to the people behind the scenes you know what i mean yeah. who are who are some of those people that are like helping you put all these projects together that get that sound right and do all these things for you oh without a doubt um i just named two off the top of my head one being my cousin sk sounds who has basically molded me into the studio artist that i currently am today working with me on just all the technical things that happen in the studio, working on how I lay down records. He truly like mentored me. We we kind of did it together. We came up together, you know, um, yeah. but he's truly been like my right hand man as far as just the elevation of my sound. Uh, I would definitely say uh, Avi as well, who is um, one of my engineers that I've worked with for several years. Um, again, just working on the sound, working on the craft, and um, uh, I'll say my other cousin, Kanate, who actually made it a big point. He was telling me for the longest time, yo, hey, you need to, like, you need to add, like, the Afro-African sound in your music, yo. What are you doing? Like, you're upsetting with these descent. You play the drums. Why is your music sounding like you know, like, why are you trying to keep up? Just be yourself. So he was a big, big uh, influence on um, the new sound that, that I currently move with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Talk about um, I would talk about the um, you know, the drumming and stuff like that too as well. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you've been drumming since you were younger. How how how's that going? I know you do a lot of things. Drumming, man. Well. Yeah, I've drummed since I was two. I've done so many shows drumming. I've performed all over the country. I performed at uh, Dance Africa, like maybe, which is at uh, Brooklyn Academy of Music, maybe like seven times. Uh-huh. I played for several different companies, one being my mother's company um, that she started um, when I was younger. Yeah, I've always I've always been drumming. I'm, again, I played three different orchestras in the, in the African diaspora. Um, but my main, uh, the my favorite drum orchestra to play is called the Sabar. And it's um I'll, I'll use the accent. It's called the Sabar, and um, it's uh, it's from Senegal, and it is a very detailed language uh with the instrument. It's a it's a um an orchestra of five different drums. I I can play all five, uh, and um yeah man, it's uh, drumming is still something that I I work at today like i still strive to be better at drumming like there's so many there's so much language uh embedded in in drums you know what i mean this these were our ancestors way of uh speaking to one another you know sharing their love at one point you know um, many many years ago so there's a lot of language to unpack when drumming so there's so much to learn that i still learn to this day you know yeah definitely and i know um you know i know Back in the days when, I'm um, saying back in the days like we old, but back sure. in the days <laughs> when um, I know when you were you were doing uh concerts down in uh in downtown in New Brunswick, and um I know a lot of other independent artists, you know they were doing performances and stuff like that too. But you were you were yeah. one of the first, you were one of the first people that I always remember that did the live concerts for like everybody. What yeah. what is it about how you how you like the sound of like just a, a live band playing with you while you do your songs as opposed to yeah. just someone dropping a DJ dropping a beat? Live music like live music takes the vibe to excuse me, my bad. My battery. Yeah. Okay. Um live music takes the energy to a completely another level. When you hear every instrument on an instrumental being played live it gives you a different energy within you just feel it from within and being able to perform that on the go like having all those the instruments behind me and just hearing every instrument in my ear just as a drummer it just touches my soul man it takes me to another place so like when i'm performing especially like with a live band it's a whole nother a that you're getting like i just completely like transformed into i go into a trance you know with the live drumming so it takes me to another place yeah definitely for sure um so i actually we know you're good at music you know you make great music um any other talents outside of making music that anybody else would not know that you have that you're good at i could cook yo (laughs) i knew you were gonna say (laughs) i think i could cook I had to think about it. I'm like, this is the first thing that popped to mind. I was like, something y'all probably don't know that I'm good at. Like you, I'm. I can cook, bro. Like, I can cook. What you mean? What's your favorite? What's your go-to dish? My go-to dish? Yeah. Got to be breakfast, man. Oh, you always breakfast. breakfast. I know that. Breakfast, or it could be rice and stew. That's like one of my favorite things to make. Um, I make a mean 
mean uh rasta pasta, you know. Mm. My fried dumplings is is on point, crazy on point. Like I, I make a lot of food, bro. You'd be surprised. I even <laughs> surprise myself sometimes. Like I enjoy eating my food because I know it's gonna be good. Like even yes. when it's like not and not even to my own horn, like because I don't make a lot out of my web, like maybe like seven to ten dishes like I make, but I make them so much that I know that they're going to be good if I, you know, watch the stove. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, you know, I can't I can't go go on talking to you without, you know, talking about your son, man. The real the real star of this family, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. How just tell us like yo how how has it been like how's that trip just been that you know what I mean your son is like a, he he just went viral you know giving you yes. know his his affirmation like how 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 did that feel and how was that journey of just going through everything and everything that happened it was and still is unexplainable man yeah. like yeah. I'll tell you a story you know I'll get deep for a second like. When we when we were like in the election phase, you know, and things were kind of going to a direction that I wasn't really, I wasn't, I didn't vote for. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. When I knew that was happening, man, I just turned off the TV off. I turned the TV off, and I was in bed, and man, I I I just I was weeping a little bit, man. I was weeping because I knew that my son was coming into this world. This was before he was born, and he was coming into this world, and I knew things weren't going to be the way I would want him introduced to this world, man. So, like, when he went viral, I think it was one night, like, I just woke up in the middle of my sleep. I think this was, like, the second day all this was happening. I just broke down because here you have, like, you know, this beautiful black boy sharing so much positivity not in new jersey not in new york i mean all over the world like to have something come from you to inspire millions of people is literally unexplainable and like i sometimes i don't even know how to answer that question because it's crazy like i it's crazy this little boy this little black boy um, with so much positivity and, and being able to just change the mindsets of so many people is very, very uh, humbling. And, you know, I, I just thank God for our blessings, you know, and, and he is just an amazing kid himself. So it's been amazing. It's been amazing. When that whole thing happened, it was truly, truly a exciting, wild, wild, wild time for my family. Like, wild. Yeah, nah, I can yeah. imagine. Unex- unexplainable, bro. Unexplainable. Yeah. Crazy. I bet. I bet it was yeah. crazy. I know. Um, yeah. I know. I know. I know. He. Um. He. He touched a lot of people. You know, with with his message, and um. You know, even like for myself, it was like I was thinking about the same. I was kind of feeling like in the same way. Like, hey, like there's just a whole bunch of negativity going on, and um. You know, just like like you know, being in one of those slumps, like we were just talking about. You know, you just mm-hmm. think about things. Should I continue doing certain things, or you know, should I start new things? Like, what am I? What am I trying to do? And mm-hmm. um, just even hearing that and seeing like you know, this little like little kid, he he got it. You know what I mean? And got to figure it out, man. Thoughts, like he yeah. motivated me. To, he motivated me to do, to do more and to do things. And I was just like, yo, if he could, if he's saying that, 
You know what I mean? And he got that instilled yeah. in him. Like, we all should get that instilled in all of us. Definitely. All of us yeah. were inspired by it, man. And big, big dope. shout out to, you know, his mother. Because she, and people had this, like, thing where they thought it was some kind of gimmick, you know. But, like, Ion, she's been teaching that affirmation to Ion since he was younger than two. He was younger than two when she first introduced it to him. And, you know, she would say it uh, periodically with him. And as he got older, like the minute he became three, just one random day, he, he was just saying it on the way to school, man. And it was just the whole video, <laughs> him going to school with mad determination, <laughs> with a banana in his hand, with a hat kind of like over. It was just too much, man, the video. And when she sent it to me, I was showing it to everybody I was with. I was like, oh, look at this cute, uh, cute video I am, man. I love this kid. Yeah, and then one week later, bro, I said, "Whoa, it was crazy." Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, how's that? How does that like feel? Like all the celebrities are retreating it, but it's like, how's that feel? Like when you get that call from Ellen, man. Ellen is like the yeah. new Oprah, bro. Like she, she gave you that call. She's like, "Yo, I want you on my show." Like how? Like, yeah. How? Like how does that? How does that feel, bro? Man, me, me and Alyssa, we were just like. In a whirlwind of like a whole lot of people reaching out to us, and we kind of had it in the back of our head. It was like, Yo, I really feel like Ellen might reach out. I don't know, something's telling us, you know. Yeah. And one, uh, her, her uh, producers reached out, and uh, we spoke for a little bit. And then I think like two days later, we got another call from one of our producers, and we were talking for a while. And she was like, Well, Ellen really wants to meet you guys. Uh, we were both like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah. it was like it was like a speechless moment where we uh, found out that Ellen wanted us to uh, come out there, and you know, um, it was an amazing experience. All I can do is talk about my experience with Ellen. She yeah. was amazing to my family, man. I I can't. Um, that's I, I. All I can do is speak about my experience when it comes to her. You know, she yeah. was amazing to my family. Her staff was amazing to my family, and um, yeah, man, it was it was unbelievable. I don't even know what the word is. Even today, it, it, I think it aired again today on TV. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. See, look, how, look how dope that is, man. Yeah, you guys are always you guys are always be in history, man. That's that's word, dope, bro. Word, 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 word. That's definitely that's definitely dope. Now, yeah, okay, bro. so you know this you know this is the the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You know that. I love wrestling. You already know that part. So. Facts. <laughs> you know that's true. You know that's yeah. definitely true. So yep. I already know the answer to this, but I need you to tell me who's the greatest wrestler of all time. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart, bro. <laughs> Brett Hart. What, is, mean, what, is it about, what is it about Brett that makes you think he's the best? What is it? The excellence of execution, though. Like the, the entrance, the, the gear. The yeah. colors in the gear, the glasses, the freaking uh, shooting star. Like, was it the shooting star? Um, the sharpshooting. Sharpshooter. Sharp <laughs> <laughs> I think Yo, wrestling fans are going like, to kill you for that one, bro. I know. I think <laughs> I might have thought about well, it. was one, two, three kid with the shooting star. I think. The, the, the shooting star flip, yeah. Yeah, I think that was one, two, three, kid. But Bret the Hitman Hart is my favorite wrestler. Period. 
favorite. The technical is, yo, he's so technically, like, fire. I used to love watching Bret the Hitman Hart, man. Like, that's my favorite wrestler. He's the best wrestler of all time. I'm sorry, bro. He's I ain't even argue with you on that one. That's good. That That's debatable. I ain't gonna argue with you on that one, for sure. Yeah, yo. But His matches so- are just crazy, bro. Yeah, no, nah, he he definitely he was the he was the man for sure. Yeah. Um, so I know you um you got a lot of like dope projects uh coming up that you're working on. Um, like if people want to like connect with you online, they want to follow you, follow your music. Uh, you know, what are the plugs? Where can they get you at? You know, how can they connect? Yeah, man. Uh, at ADH online. Uh, for Instagram, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, ADH music on Facebook. If you go to my IG uh, at ADH online, you could just go on my link. I have a website, or you could just go straight to my website, adhexperience.com, and I have all the links to anywhere you could find me on the bottom of the page. And yeah, man, adhexperience.com is probably your best bet. Nice, see, that's dope, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man, taking this time out. Yo, you know, man. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, I love what you're doing. I know you've been doing this for, like, you know, quite some time now, and I see you're kind of embarking on a, a different journey um, yeah. that's kind of connected with what you're already doing. And, like, yo, it's fire, man. Like, I don't know too many people intertwining the hip-hop and the rap and yeah. and the wrestling into one, you know, because it's, it's a dope topic. I mean, we've all grown up on wrestling, so. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, I love what you're doing, bro. I love what you're doing, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate that for sure. And, uh, you know, and I'm waiting for my shirt. I'm waiting for my shirt when I get it's it. Coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Wrestling one-on-one, we flexing. Definitely. Definitely. No, I yeah. appreciate that. All right, man. And for me, I'm Derek. Um, you guys can follow me at Derek T. Gamble on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can check out Wrestling IQ 101 on Instagram and Twitter. You can check out Rap and Wrestle on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we got a whole bunch of dope episodes coming. Uh, a lot more great creative stuff coming. And for this episode, me and my boy ADH, we are out. Peace. <laughs>